Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you so much, called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com. And definitely check out those shows as well. Terry Reel is the author of Us, Getting Past You and Me to Build a More Loving Relationship. This is a guest-hosted episode by Allison Pataki, the New York Times bestselling author herself. And you can also listen to Allison's episodes here where I interview her about her book about Marjorie Post and many others. Terry Reel is a nationally recognized family therapist, author, and teacher. He is particularly known for his groundbreaking work on men and male psychology, as well as his work on gender and couples. He has been in private practice for over 30 years. Terry has appeared often as a relationship expert for Good Morning America and ABC News. His work has been featured in numerous academic articles, as well as media ventures, venues such as Oprah, 2020, The Today Show, CNN, The New York Times, The Wall Street Journal, Psychology Today, and many others. In 1997, he published the national bestseller, I Don't Want to Talk About It, the first book ever written on the topic of male depression. 
That was followed by two more successful books on relationships, offering practical guides for couples and couples therapists. And most recently, his New York Times bestseller, Us, Getting Past You and Me to Build a More Loving Relationship. Terry founded the Relational Life Institute, which offers a training program for therapists, as well as workshops for couples and individuals. Hello, everybody. I am Allison Bataki, and I have the privilege and the thrill of being joined by Terry Real. Terrence Real is the nom de plume, author of Us, Getting Past You and Me to Build a More Loving Relationship. Terrence is here now. Terrence, welcome. Oh, it's lovely to be here. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for joining. I feel as though this book, Us, Getting Past You and Me to Build a More Loving Relationship, should be required reading for any member of the human race. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there is just so much good stuff in here. I I wrote at the top, I I wept, I laughed, I learned. I learned so much. Can you just start off by telling us and telling readers what this book is and why you had to write it? I, I had to write it because we're living in very divisive times. And I'm a family therapist. I've been a couples therapist for over uh, 30 years. It's really a critique of individual, the toxic culture of individualism and what it does to us. And here's the bottom line. Individualism and patriarchy, which I've been writing about for 40 years, uh, teaches us that we are above nature. We are separate from nature. That's what being an individual means. I'm... I'm I'm an, a separate individual uh, and that we are in control, that we dominate uh, nature that, that and uh, and uh, that's diluted. Mm. And it doesn't matter if the nature that you're trying to control is your spouse mm-hmm. or your kids or your body, I've got to lose 10 pounds or your thinking, I've got to be more positive uh, or the planet or another race. The idea, that we're above it and that we get to control it uh, is one of the great toxic delusions of the human race. And it plays, and and the the book fades out. I start with neurobiology. I start with what happens in our brains, which I'm going to get to. But I fade out to looking at racism, uh, homophobia, uh, uh, our relationship to the planet and to ecology. What, what I replaces the delusion of I am above it and I get to control it is what I call ecological wisdom. Yes. Our relationships are our biosphere. You're not above them. You're in them. Wake up. And once you realize the humility of our interdependence, I'm not above it. I'm in it. Then uh, we get to learn how to live relationally on this. For example, uh, the relational answer to the question who's right is who gives a damn. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What matters is how are you and I going to work this out in a way that's going to work for both of us? Yeah. Uh, the old terms about right, wrong, win, lose, uh, they're, they're, all, they're all losers. We have to wake up. We have to remember that we're a team. We have to remember enlightened self. You know, I get these big burly guys and they say to me, uh, why do I have to work so hard to please my wife? And I go, uh, knock, knock. Hey, dummy, 
You live with her. Okay. That's why you have to work so hard to please her because you'll deal with the consequences if you don't. Yeah. And waking up to relationship and the reality that we're in relationship, whether it's our bodies, our kids, ourselves, the planet, is is a whole new world. And when we do wake up and start living relationally, everything Everything changes. All the skills change. So you talk about relational mindfulness. How do we live with relational mindfulness? Well, as a couple's therapist, the most important question I ask myself is not what are the stressors, because a good couple can handle stress. And it's not even uh, that thing I teach all my students to identify the more, the more, the dance, the choreography. You know, the more he pursues, the more she distances, the more she distances, the more. That's important. The most important question is this. Which part of you am I speaking to? Mm. Am I speaking to the part of you I call in the book, the wise adult part of you? Prefrontal cortex in the brain, the most mature part of the brain to develop in a kid, 26 years old the most mature part of the brain to develop in the human species? Or am I speaking to a subcortical part of the brain? Fight, flight, me, 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 me versus you. Yeah, it goes like this. The autonomic nervous system scans the body four times a second. Am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? Wow. If the answer is yes, I'm safe. I stay in my wise adult. I can stop. I can think. I'm not. If the answer is no, I'm not safe. We get flooded with automatic reactivity. Yeah. Fight, flight, or fix. Screw me, screw you. You can do fleeing and sit six inches away from somebody. That's called stonewalling somebody. Men are very good at that. Uh Or fix, which is big for uh, women. Fixing is not a, a thoughtful, hmm, let me see what I can, fixing is a, a codependent, compulsive, anxious, oh my God, you're upset, let me take your upset. Fight, flight, I would like everybody listening to take a moment and ask yourself, when I'm not centered, when I'm in, I call it whoosh, whoosh, when I'm in my reactive, automatic, knee-jerk response, am I a fighter, a fleer, or a fixer? And this is the domain of the part of you I call the adaptive child part of you. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of press and a lot of trauma work about the wounded child part, very young, mm-hmm. just flooded. But between the wise adult and that wounded child is the you that you learned to be in the face of what was happening to you. And in the heat of the moment with your partner or kids or whoever, you lose the wise adult, you move into your automatic response. It has everything to do with what you learned as a kid and you're on a runaway, repeating the same damn thing over and over and over again, even though it doesn't work over and over and over again. Yeah. But why do the people that we love the most have the ability to trigger us the most, to bring up that traumatized child self? Well, we picked them, didn't we? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we did. But that's why. Well, it's what I call the mysticism of marriage. Uh, Falling in love 
means that uh, this person is going to deliver me from all those old wounds. But the reality of marriage is this person is precisely designed to reopen all of those old wounds. And I think at the deepest level, our soul knows that, picks them for that. That doesn't mean you're in a bad marriage. What matters then is what do you do in that dark night of the soul? Do you just replay the same old, same old, or do you do something new and heal? And in order to do something new and heal, you asked about relational mindfulness. Mm -hmm. You have to move out of that automatic adaptive child into the thoughtful self. And that's what this book teaches. How, when you're flooded, in the heat of the moment, how do you take a breath or a break, a walk around the block, and get yourself re-centered in the part of you that wants to make things better? Yeah. You know, the adaptive child doesn't give a damn about making things better. The adaptive child is about proving they're right, Controlling their partner, ventilating, retaliating, or withdrawal. These are the five losing strategies I go through. The first order of business is getting centered in the part of you that even gives a damn about making things better to begin with. Now, that moment is a moment of healing. Yeah. Can I tell you a story? Please do. That's why you're here, right? (laughs) I, uh, I, this is the story I've been using to illustrate. It's a true story. Uh, This is a couple on the brink, which is my beat. I I deal with couples on the brink of divorce that no one else has been able to help. Yeah. Couple on the brink of divorce. The guy is a chronic liar, lies about everything. And he's one of these guys, for the therapist listening in, you know these guys. I say to him, the sky is blue. And he says, well, it's aquamarine. I'm not going to give it to me. So in fairly short order, what I get is what his adaptive child does. We call it his relational stance, his shtick, what he does over and over again. Mm -hmm. He is a champion evader. He's got a black belt in evasion. So I don't think individualistically, I think relationally. If that adaptive child learned to evade, who was he evading? Mm -hmm. And I say to him something that sounds brilliant if you don't think this way, but the minute you think this way, you get it. Who tried to control you growing up? Yeah. His father, military man, how to sit, how to eat, uh, whose friends, uh, uh, what courses, everything. I said, how did you deal with this controlling father? He looks at me and smiles. That smile is important. That's resistant. He looks at me and smiles and he goes, I lied. Brilliant. Brilliant little boy. Mm-hmm. I teach my students, always be respectful of the exquisite intelligence of the adaptive child. Yeah. You did exactly what you needed to do back then to preserve your integrity and your wholeness and get by. Good. But adaptive then, maladaptive now. You're not that four-year-old boy. Your wife is not your father. That's it. That was the whole session. They came back two weeks later, it's absolutely true, hand in hand, all smiles, they were cured. Cured, cured. I I love it. I said, okay, there's a story here. Tell me the story. He said, his wife sent him off to the grocery store over the weekend to pick up, say, 12 things. And true to form, 
He comes back with 11. She says to him, uh, where's the pumpernickel? He says, and everyone listening can relate to this. Every muscle and nerve in his body was screaming to say they were out of it. Mm-hmm. To protect, cover, lie and protect himself. He said, I took a breath. I thought of you, Terry. And we therapists do that. We lend our prefrontal cortex to our clients. I thought of you. I looked my wife in the eye. And I said, I forgot the damn pumpernickel. Mm-hmm. And she is absolute burst into tears. Oh. And she said, I've been waiting for this moment for 25 years. That's recovery. That's intimacy. That's moving beyond your childhood trauma. That's what this book is all about, how to do that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Yeah. And you write that it's not, it's not that we never fight. It's not that there's never, you know, disharmony. You say there is, there's harmony, there's disharmony, but then the critical piece here is the repair. Can you talk a little bit about that? All relationships are an endless dance of harmony, disharmony, and repair. Mm -hmm. Closeness, disruption, and a return uh, to close. I, I first got this from the work of Ed Tronick, infant observational researcher who plunked the camera and filmed mothers and infants. And, and, uh, you know, the infant is like molded and and then there's gas or noise and the infant's freaking out and the mother's freaking out and the the mother gets mad and the infant goes like this and it's, and then the passive and we're back to molded again. Harmony, disharmony and repair is the essential rhythm of all relationships. It's like, it's like walking, balance and balance, balance. The problem is that when we move into that disharmony phase, we often get trauma triggered. Yeah. And instead of staying in our adult selves, we move into the knee-jerk response 
that we learned as kids. God damn it, I'm going to not let you. I'm a fighter or oh, I can't I can't listen to this. I'm a flare or oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll, I'll put up with any behavior because I'm a fixer. And we just repeat the same things. We have to learn to take a breath, take a break. I'm a big fan of physical breaks. Take a walk around the block. Get centered in the part of you. I call it remembering love. You remember that the person you're speaking to is someone you care about. And the reason why you're speaking is to make things better. You get rid of all those ridiculous agendas of revenge and control and expressing yourself. And keep your eye on the prize of, okay, honey, let's talk about what's going to make this work. And you lose the I versus you. Mm-hmm. It's what are we go- can I give you another example? Yes. Okay. I'm sure people can relate to this. I'll make it a uh, classic heterosexual uh, pair, not to exclude uh, anybody. But she says to him, uh, you're a reckless driver. He says to her, you're overly anxious. And they get into what I call an objectivity battle. Is she overly anxious? Is he a wreck? No, I'm not a wreck. Well, I have a speedometer. This is bullshit. It's real. Objective reality has no place in personal relationship. Uh It doesn't matter who's right and who's wrong. What matters is how. So she lets. So now she's been working with me. She says to her husband, "Listen, whether you're a reckless driver or you're not." Let me tell you what happens. When you go 20 miles above the speed limit, move lane to lane, tailgate cars, I'm sitting next to you like, uh, we're going to die. And, you know, call me. and Maybe I am. I, I don't know. But look, you love me. You don't want me to be miserable every time I'm in the passenger seat next to you. As a favor to me, could you slow down when I'm in the car and drive more conservatively? And he says, true story, to his own amazement. Yeah, I can do that. Mm. End. Mm-hmm. A fight that could have lasted 40 years is done in 10 minutes because they stop thinking individualistically and they start thinking relationally. Yeah. Terry, you're very open and candid in this book about your own experience and the own maladaptive strategies. You have your own inner child, your own relationships. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, yeah. Uh, There's a documentary being made about me and my family that will be out in about a year and a half. Oh, great. I was just doing doing inner child work with a friend and colleague, Thomas Ubel, a great healer. On film. Can't wait to see that. When, when Belinda, uh, my wife, and I have a fight, I have a deal with little Terry. I have a composite. He's about eight years old. I've worked with him a ton. Hmm. Uh, and I put him behind me, like physically behind me. He's holding on to my shirt. And I say to him, look, I will protect you. The blast of anger or upset or whatever coming our way, I, I'm like Superman. I'll like take the hit. The explosion stops here. Behind me, you are completely protected. That's my part of the deal. Now, here's your part of the deal. You let me deal with Belinda. Don't you try and deal with Belinda. You'll make a mess of it. That's That's how it goes. And one of the things I say is maturity comes when we manage our inner children, which is really just a 
uh, a fanciful way of talking about our trauma triggers. When we manage our inner children and don't foist them on our partners to manage. Little Terry, my little Terry's a fighter. You don't mess with him. And uh, that's fine, but he's gotten... It's gotten me into a lot of uh, difficulties over the years in, in a variety of relationships. Listen, buddy, uh, I, I love you. I, I get it. And I'll take care of it. One of the things I say is when an inner child uh, kicks up in us, uh, and you'll know that because you'll be reactive. Mm-hmm. When an inner child kicks up, uh, put them on your lap, mm-hmm. put your arms around them, hear what they have to say and take their sticky hands off the steering wheel. You're not driving the bus. I am. You're in the backseat. That's the word. Compassion. Compassion for that inner child. But also managing it. Yeah. 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 So, so what was it like for you writing this book? What was your process and how did you, how long did it take? How did you decide which anecdotes to include? I've written four books, and uh, my first book took me eight years to write. It was I was really teaching myself how to write. This one was a gift from God. I, I got up every morning at five in the morning, which is not my I don't usually do. But for a year, I got up every morning at five. I wrote from five to ten, and it just came out of me. It's really not the whatever, but it's really the culmination of of my life's work. A gift from God, you say, a gift to us all to read and dog ear and reread over and over again, us getting past you and me to build a more loving relationship. Terry, how can readers connect with you to find out all about the book, about your documentary, all the amazing work you're doing? Yeah, and let me say, uh, I'm doing some uh, a fair amount of online courses uh, Great. on relationship skills for the general public great uh, just finishing up a course on parenting relational parenting how to re- how to raise relational kids can you write uh, that book next can you write that book <laughs> <for us next? laughs> i think a lot of people on here would be interested in reading that one <laughs> well you can still take the course you yeah. know most people don't do it live they review it afterwards and that's available great. i have a course uh, uh the us workshop on how to so go to just go to terryreal.com okay and uh i've got all sorts of cool things uh, on the website to offer great terryreal.com to find out more and the book is us getting past you and me to build a more loving relationship terry thank you so much and uh we will be following you and looking forward to all that is to come thank you thank you bye-bye thanks for listening to this episode of moms don't have time to read books Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.